0: Okay, everyone. Hi and welcome back to this week's episode of the Carousel Project. We are here, we are approaching the end of the season which I cannot believe and that means that it is time for the maps episode. Do you want to tell them what the maps episode is?
1: So each season um, we cover maps from the parks from a different period of time. Um, Our first season we covered the early 90s, our second season we covered the late 80s and this season we decided to bring it all the way back to the start of the Magic Kingdom with um, an early 1970s map and we will be looking at the one for Disneyland as well so I'm really excited to dive in. Yay.
0: I am really excited as well. This idea came from a friend. Um, He had left a bunch of maps when I worked at Club 33. He let me look through them. And I remember spending like hours in our break room day after day, like taking time going through these maps. And when Kate and I were planning the very first season and we're really getting the carousel project off the ground, that was one of the, I, I think that was really one of our first episode ideas because I just remembered how cool that was. And I really wanted a chance to, you know, share that with with our listeners here on the Carousel Project, which... You know, at the time, I didn't know if we'd even have listeners, so it's super cool that there are listeners to share it with, and we're so excited to be approaching the end of season three, which again is absolutely insane. I feel like we've grown so much each and every season. We cannot wait for season four and everything we already um, are planning and working on, but that leads us to our question for today, which was, what was our favorite episode this season? But before we jump into that, we need to introduce ourselves. I am Josie Maida, and you can find me on also at Josie Maida. And I'm Kate Killebrew. You can find me on all socials at Kate Killebrew.
2: And I'm Adam. You can find me on all socials at Epcot Adam.
0: Yeah, you can. (laughs) You know, no episode is complete without my yeah, you can. No. That is truly the backbone of the Carousel Project (laughs) is the yeah, you
2: can. We are Um, nothing without yeah, you can. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So let's dive in. What was your favorite episode of the season so far? Adam, go... Oh, Adam, wow. of I love how she, any of them.
1: Always organ- wow. like, she always assigns who starts, and it's oh, never I'm her. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, it's well,
0: I, because it would be rude for me to put it's the Josie show. The star Josie should never show. go first. Lynn. Exactly. The star should never go first. <laughs> if I went first every week, everyone would really know that it's the Josie show.
2: And everyone would just stop listening after Josie was that's finished true, speaking. That's true. You, exactly. have to, you have to wait through the, the peasants like to get to call. the queen.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: That's, the star exactly. comes at the end. Thank you. Right. It's like when you you go,
2: when you go see a band, they play their hit at the end. So, you know, we we save the best for last.
0: Exactly. Perfect. You get it. We're on the same page.
2: (laughs) So uh, in the in the two seasons I've been on the show, I'm sure the two things people know most about me is that I love Country Bear Jamboree and I also love the People Mover. And we covered both those topics this season. So I guess that's a pretty easy answer for me. But I mean, I also I love F. Mary Pat Poppins. I love Winnie the Pooh. Like, I love everything we did. So, just uh, a great season overall. But um, if I had to pick, it's Country Bears and The People Mover.
0: Awesome. Kato?
1: Um, I really enjoyed all of these topics, but I think the one that I enjoyed the most was going over all of the sitcom episodes just because. I had seen a majority of them prior to the topic, but getting having the excuse to sit down and watch 15 episodes of TV and break them apart scene by scene to point out what was true and was not true at the time in the parks was just, for me, was just awesome. But I, I love, I'm like Adam, I enjoyed all of them so far, but I think that was probably my favorite.
0: It's really hard for me to choose. I really, I liked the sitcom ones because that was so much nostalgia for us. Mm -hmm. I also really liked the Country Bears episode, mainly because I loved talking about the plans for the, you know, ski lodge that never came to be. For me, I know we love any kind of defunct things, so I thought that was really, really fun. Um, I don't know. I feel like this was a very Kate- kato and adam love episode season <laughs> but my i think i think the season finale is probably going to be my favorite just because true. it's the topic that i've really been waiting for so that will probably be my favorite but they've all been great episodes super fun to research and um really excited for you know another great season yay woohoo so let's dive into these maps we will be putting the links to the maps in the show notes so if you want to take a look at them you can take a look at them as well Kate always finds really great copies online which is super great and super helpful um and Kate do you want to share what we learned right before we got onto the show about the maps
1: yes so we were looking into these maps because I I'm just gonna preface this with like a little bit of information so i actually own this original magic kingdom map map not the copy that they have in the vault collection right now but like a 1970s map and i got it from oh you <laughs> do yes i you do you do? I, do I do
2: someone's so trying to be the star i
1: am i am i'm trying <laughs> can, you, oh, can you blame a girl for trying so anyways my my whole point behind this is the version of the map i own is this exact map but i know that My husband's uncle got it in 1972. And so in my mind, knowing that Disney World updates their maps basically monthly, I was like, how is it that this is the original map? So anyway, basically this version of the map for Magic Kingdom was the one that guests could purchase for 50 cents as a souvenir map from 1971 until 1974. So if somebody visited the Magic Kingdom during that three or four year span um this was the map that they could purchase for 50 cents and this was like um so this original map was a reproduction of the hand-drawn original map for the park itself so it's a really special design um that's why it does have such an artistic look to it it is it's so a reproduction of Mm -hmm. the original hand-drawn plans for magic kingdom
0: and they had to pay for it
1: Yes, you had to pay for it. I'm assuming in the parks, they must have had something, but I mean... Just
0: signs. I mean, the park, like, we're looking at Tomorrowland. There's, like, nothing there.
1: But the more I think about it, like, the size of this map is massive in person. I have it laying out right now on a Mm -hmm. a table because I'm planning to get it matted. So... The idea of this folded up map just being available for people to just pick up a bunch of them like you can now with a map. It kind of makes sense that it's a souvenir It's purchase. literally like you
0: need like two arms to hold it. You do. It. It's a it's huge. huge map. Right. And it's so crazy because there's less stuff in the parks than what we have now. And it's huge. Yes.
2: And it it's crazy because... These days, Disney is taking away things that used to be free and is now charging for them, i.e. Yeah. Fast Pass, things like that. But here, they had something that was something you paid for, and now a map is just free to anyone.
1: Yeah. Although I will say, for the
0: size and the paper quality,
2: etc., right. etc., mm-hmm. et it does it. make yeah. it sense.
0: Was, it was a souvenir. Not yes. that maps can't be now, but and it really was. also you 50 cents. This
1: souvenir map currently
0: is ten bucks, I think. So
2: should we should we inflation calculator that?
0: <laughs> yeah. Also, I was thinking about. geez, it just fell out of my head. I was just gonna say something. Oh, I wonder what the history, what the what the future, not the history, what the future of maps will be as we have apps. That's okay, true. Okay, so in
2: 1971, fifty cents is three dollars and 47 cents today so
1: still, still cheaper cheap. than i mean the reason it costs but which 10 bucks is nothing now for a you know recreation of the original 1970s map of magic kingdom don't get me wrong right but i'm just saying the map i had costed cost 50 cents when it was purchased mm-hmm. and i do have the little receipt too which was wild but anyway um it, it okay so we just thought that was interesting <laughs> when we were looking at okay. i was
0: <laughs> i love when kate does that i know okay just, she cuts I, herself off she's I like, do. Okay, we're done. like okay i'm like okay
1: I, I i just know that i'm starting to talk about stuff that people don't care about so i'm like just nip it in the butt <laughs> just snip it i care it's done um mm-hmm. but the whole reason we ended up finding this is because i was trying to look up list of sponsors because one thing that these maps have don't have that our other maps have had is sponsorship ads you know Mm -hmm. pushing that kind of stuff um but i ended up getting sidetracked and finding this instead so this is what we have um but i will say by looking at this map what i think is so interesting is that we still have kind of like a key to the map at the bottom you know all the attractions yep. are numbered but looking at the map you can't easily find these num- like you have to look very hard to find these numbers they're not highlighted like they are in the current map where no they're not a easy to read at yeah all. you cannot they're just find like them.
0: tiny little black numbers yeah if kate hadn't yep. just said that that you had to look for a number yes. like i don't look for that because i know what everything by is looking at yeah i know what everything is but if i did not know that like I would have not known there were numbers there.
1: I already shared my like weirdo story about in junior high how I used to make people test me on what the numbers were on a map, right?
0: No. <laughs> uh uh-uh.
1: uh so no, that doesn't surprise all. the only me, though, reason though, I all. was looking for the numbers Kate. is because in junior high I would give people the maps to these parks and say, okay, Twitter. Oh quiz me quiz me on like which numbers or which attractions. Down to like I would Ask them to check and see if I was saying the right spiel of like what an attraction was, like Log Flume Ride and Frontier, Link, you know, whatever it is. Like, I would say the spiel that was with. Anyway, like I said, <laughs> Shockingly, I didn't get my first boyfriend until college. I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> anyway, it's fine.
0: Oh my god! But yeah, gosh. that's where that's why
1: my mind went to. Where are the numbers? Because, like you said, they are so small and they just blend right into right. the, the black outline. She said, "Where are the, the
0: numbers? Can I be tested? <laughs> yes. Where Can are the you turtles?
1: Test me." <laughs> um. So that's um, we will first... not
0: be testing Kate today.
1: <laughs> so that's like the first aspects that I noticed like we said there aren't any sponsors of sorts on here another thing that I noticed is like y'all said Tomorrowland is basically non-existent it's just the Skyliner station and it looks like the restaurant and Another restaurant. Yeah, these are both restaurants.
0: So in Tomorrowland, there was the Grand Prix Raceway. There was mm-hmm. the Tomorrowland Terrace, oh, yeah, the I Skyway to the Fantasyland, America the Beautiful, and Flight to the Moon. Dun dun dun. Dun dun dun. I'd love to go on a flight to the moon.
1: But you know, compared to this, the left side of the map, it's very busy. And this, this right yes, side, yeah, the is left very side. So when we, tree-y. when you walk
0: in, Main Street is built out. Adventureland, Frontierland, Liberty Square looks a little barren, but because they have, you know, the boats, it looks pretty mm-hmm. full. Even Fantasyland looks. Pretty barren in comparison to what we know today. Right. Yeah. Um, we do have a beautiful little Nautilus. We have a tiny, yes. tiny little the teacups look so cute and tiny. I know. Look at Dumbo. Map. Um, yes, Dumbo looks so funny. I'm trying to see what's across from the teacups. So that is the are you oh, are you talking
2: Number 60. What? that That's is... Grand Prix Raceway.
1: No. Oh, you're talking Not about 30, 37. It says, yeah, it says Hall of Presidents. That can't um, be. Oh, wait, is it 57? It's got to be 50. Mr. Toad's yeah, Wild Ride. OK, so that's where oh, winning the Pooh so that's is today. Like, OK, See, the numbers okay, yeah. are so small. I can barely read them.
0: They are super tiny. OK, so that kind of like helps you to get a vision of yes. where things are. It's crazy to see how much things have, you know, so the moved around. Are still and,
1: where they are today. They just don't have the cover over them. Mm-hmm. Dumbo is what's moved. Um, yep. And then basically where those trees are between the Speedway and the Nautilus is probably what would become Mickey's Toontown Fair of its many names that it was. Because that's <laughs> right in that same yeah. area. But yeah. it's easier to just have trees right there for now. Because that's, and, and that's where like storybook
0: like today. And yeah, it's so crazy yep. how much the parks have changed from, you know, back then until now. Um I see Mike Fink Keelboats.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Which
2: yep, we is, had those at Disneyland yes. too. I had never
0: heard of that. I can't believe you know what I can't believe is still there to this day? The, the Frontierland <laughs> shooting gallery. Oh, the gallery. And not even for like political correctness aside, which I'm still surprised it's there for that reason, but it just seems like a waste of space. When no, Like, I've never heard anybody, and I have never in all my times in Magic Kingdom been like, you know what I'm going to do? Go to the Frontier shooting gallery. It is
1: funny, though, because I feel like they almost just kept it around to have more opening day experiences for the 50th since they knew they weren't really bringing the bang as far as, like fanfare um i know that they took anything i think they took the cost off so it was free to go to the shooting gallery because before i think you had to pay like a quarter yeah you did have to pay something so i i feel like that's why it's still there also they may just not have a replacement for it still it probably was just easier to get the quarters or whatever they got for whatever I i mean like you said, I've never done the shooting gallery in my life, but there are people mm-hmm. who visit once in their life that may want to live that, you know, Frontierland right. moment up, you know?
2: I mean, yeah. they, they, they still have great. it in Disneyland, and I did it. it at Disneyland, you have to pay. Yeah. I did it a few months I think, ago. Yeah. I was with my friends, Jordan and, Jordan and Nicole, and I think one of them was going to the bathroom. So we were just like, they're over there, we're like, yeah, let's do it. And I think it was 50 cents, maybe. Okay. Was it a blast? Was um, it, you? it would, have fun? It, no
1: did you get your money's worth well i will Absolutely say not. 50 cents is still not that bad compared to three dollars a ticket at dino lands like carnival thing like but three you can't win anything ticket. at the
2: shooting gallery
1: that's true that's true that's a good point yeah i mean honestly i'm shocked that they still exist in both parks i think for magic kingdom it's a grasping at straws situation like we don't have a lot to offer you know as far as I mean, they have a lot of opening day attractions, don't get me wrong. But you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have a lot, a lot for the 50th. So I guess being able to be like, oh, you can do this opening day experience for free right now. Never a line, you know?
2: That's what everyone wants to do.
0: Never a line. I also love when we see the Adventureland veranda. Those oh, who have yeah. followed us for a while on here, you Sorry. know, the Adventureland Tangent. veranda is where... No, I love your tangents. We would be nothing without your tangents. My... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can and your tangents. Um... I love when we see the Adventureland Veranda. Such a cool location that I really learned more about when I was at Club 33 because the Club 33 location in Magic Kingdom is in that building. Um, And it kind of was like the Adventureland Veranda for a long time, like all the way up into the 90s. And then it was just kind of used for like – Backstage character yes storage and 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 things like that and then it was refurbished into club 33 which is pretty crazy um the Adventureland veranda had a quick service location that was sponsored by kikoman and i would sell my soul to like go back to that um I i think it is so so cool they supposedly had like a sweet and sour hot dog like it was just it was cool and so i love seeing that here on this map and again as we talked about it's crazy that there is no um there's no partnerships there is no branding it's literally just Magic Kingdom a really fun regal like you know think like Sleeping Beauty font and then the Walt Disney World logo and that's really like it like it's just this cute drawing of the park.
1: Well I the more I think about it though it's like this was a a souvenir map so i guess mm-hmm. that's probably why they didn't necessarily highlight the sponsor. that's true
0: but i don't know if it's, there was yeah, Kate, like i think is said. looking if there yeah. was like a real map it's pecos bills is on here which if yeah. you all didn't know um before epcot opened before um before mariachi cobre was permanent at epcot they used to play during the busy seasons at pecos bills Oh, to entertain oh. people. So that's really cool too. Pecos Bills is like an op- like crazy that that was kind of like an opening day. I would love... There is a book and it's in my Amazon storefront even though I've never bought it for myself. But it's basically a bunch of different menus throughout the history of Walt Disney World. It's like could we think of a more perfect book for me? I need to just bite the Honestly. bullet and get it. But... I also love that we have the Sunshine sunshine Pavilion, which was the Tropical Serenade. So I love that it was called a pavilion because that's really terminology that we see for Epcot. So it's really cool to see it in Magic Kingdom because we really don't anymore.
1: See, and I'm sitting here trying to look up what the safari club is because i've never i have was heard of just that. going right. to ask you that i've, I've never, never heard, heard of that, of that either. either but according i'm looking like it took a lot to find anything it looks like it was kind of an arcade of sorts this is now what? a sunglasses hut shop so it's like oh, that exactly. shop over by the back. yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah but
1: i was looking and i'm like what is the safari club like i have never seen anything it like sounds that.
0: very cute
1: so yeah it looks like it was just like a little arcade of sorts
0: The mile-long bar?
2: Oh, yeah, next to Pecos Bill over there. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, okay,
0: okay. Yep. Yeah. Diamond Horseshoe which I think it's crazy how Diamond Horseshoe I feel like used to be very prestigious especially yeah. at Disneyland like mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know the, the night Golden before Horseshoe. the opening oh it's the Golden Horseshoe over yes. there yeah okay so Diamond Horseshoe here in Magic Kingdom I didn't realize that they had different names but over in Disneyland that's where Walt and Lillian spent the night before the opening of the park to celebrate their anniversary and I feel like now it's very lackluster like again I haven't mm-hmm. been to Disneyland in years so I guess I don't know what it's like over in Disneyland but here at Walt Disney World I'm like um nobody ever well, goes to the Diamond Horseshoe now
1: Diamond Horseshoe in Magic Kingdom is just overflow seating for Liberty Tree Tavern I mean right. oh, Adam and it? I experienced they that always, a few months yeah. ago oh we, I didn't we, know that I it, feel yeah, like we they changed all the time Tree. like
0: dude yeah. I'm like I want that makes me kind of sad because yeah. to me that's like a wasted a great restaurant, space. and it's an open. It's, it's space. literally it's a great space. It has right. its own storytelling that is yeah. very different from Liberty Tree Tavern, and it's pretty much like opening day on both coasts. Like, why mm-hmm. don't we give that babe a really cool? Well, menu? you know, the Golden yeah.
1: Horseshoe at Disneyland, they used that to have like the press dinners too, and they had people come back to to check out Disneyland again after like Black Sunday and everything. So mm-hmm, yeah, it was it was like it was an offering they were featuring at the time like you said it's it's odd cuz we i've only been recently i've only been to diamond horseshoe for um when they had like Mickey's very merry christmas party and they used it as like a cookie pick up a time i've
2: been in there
1: or like in the it, it was what lo- it was in may that we went adam and we went ate yeah. liberty tree and they yeah, yeah they, had us, there. they had us eating in there and they had all the food you know run out i you know a lot of these places are set up where they have a easy access backstage between these restaurants through like a kitchen and all that so it makes sense that they could easily run the food and have more space to seat people but yeah it was kind of jar it was jarring to sit in there and know we were eating liberty tree tavern and diamond horseshoe yeah <laughs> because it is it's a pretty space it would not pretty but like it was a well themed it's cool space. yeah i right. think i ate there as a kid and stuff but anyway yeah yeah and
2: Another guys tangent. look at number number 36 on the map is liberty tree just the liberty tree oh. it's just a tree in the middle yeah the tree called liberty tree yeah that's yep. the
1: one with the 13 lanterns for the 13 colonies right and that's yes where i the love liberty that Bell replica is yeah very
0: cute section very 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 cute section of the park um yeah pretty, it's, it's tokyo, really
1: disneyland of us to make that an attraction because tokyo disneyland they make like everything in attraction they talked about that in the past so like that's funny that that's considered an attraction anyways yeah.
0: it's funny because like it, it is cool like there's a lot of thought into that and people nowadays like i feel like don't even stop to look at it they just think it's really a tree yeah. the davy crockett canoes mm-hmm. um country bear jamboree of course yeah i think Classic. i mean there's some the mickey mouse review which i think was a really interesting thing we mm-hmm. talked about when we chatted about fast passes and The original ticket books, because again, people assumed like Mickey, the Mickey Mouse review was like never busy, Mm -hmm. but, um, Country Bear Jamboree was, and they, you know, that was something that I forget what it was, but one of the people we were researching and we talked about too, how, how, yeah, how it was, um. Country Bear Jamboree was really popular and the Mickey Mouse review was not. Yeah. And it was really kind of just based on what tickets they were given because they were, not that they were similar shows, but they were a similar style attraction. And- yeah. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that's so cool. Cinderella's Golden Carousel, the original name for the carousel before they Aww. decided to try to make it more masculine, which yeah. is hysterical. Yeah. Um, King Stephan's beca- um, Banquet Hall, yeah. which is now Cinderella's, Cinderella's Royal Table. Royal table. Yeah. I kind of like King Stefan's Banquet Hall better. I think that's a, a better name, but that's just me. I it didn't realize Pinocchio Village teenager. House was so old
1: yeah yeah I didn't either Mm -hmm. but I mean now that I think about it it's always been there but then again I've only been to the park since the late 90s so we're talking about 20 years prior 25 years prior yeah no it's true it's kind of surprising what has stuck around but um did you guys know that Peter Pan's flight was not an opening day attraction at Walt Disney World I did
0: not which is so funny because I feel like people look back at that as something that's so nostalgic and Mm -hmm. yeah it's it was it was
1: in the park it was not um it was not open on opening day i think it opened two days later um oh so it was there it It was an operation issue yeah no and i mean i've juggled with that for a while of like was it opening day was it not but if you check the vault collection section where they have like the opening day attractions listed peter pan's flight Mm -hmm. is not there so they confirmed
0: with that, that list. it is not, yeah. Um, I also see so we have Fantasy Fair, which was the name of the shop that I worked in in the Magic oh, Kingdom, yeah. and that where I met removed. you. Yep, well, you met me at. The Winnie the Pooh The 100 Good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. You're talking about the old it's... Tinkerbell's
1: Treasure shop. Is that what it used to be called? Yes. So it while? was Fantasy
0: Fair. And then I think at one point it had been rebranded to Tinkerbell's Treasure. And yeah. then it was Fantasy Fair again when I worked there. And then Aww. they took it out to rebrand it to be part of the Bippity Boppity Boo Boutique. And it's where you start that experience now in Magic Kingdom when it's open. Because I don't I don't know if that's reopened since COVID.
1: Yeah, that's what I was gonna ask. Yeah, I don't think sure. it's reopened either. But it's gotta be coming because I know they recently reopened the spot, Grand Floridian, so I feel like it's probably gonna be the next thing to come.
0: Yeah. Um, but I do see the Royal Candy Factory, which was in Fantasyland, and that is something I'm gonna like do a little digging on right here because Yeah. We know I love the confectionery so much, and I'm trying to see if I see like the confectionery up in the front. Um, You guys have to understand the words on here are so So stinking small. We see Crystal Palace, Plaza Ice Cream Parlor, Refreshment Corner, Penny Arcade, the Barbershop, the Cinema, the Emporium, Magic uh, Main Street Vehicles. So the Main Royal... Street Camera, Town Square Cafe. So I, I thought the confectionery was always there, but it was not. So the and... Royal
1: Candy Factory is kind of by Friar Nooks now because it's between Snowbite's Adventures and Mr. Toad, right? Yeah, because Mr. Yeah. Toad. Yeah, so that's basically where it was. That's interesting. I'm looking. I wonder if it was a situation similar to what you find in... um the Winnie the Pooh shop at Disneyland where it's like, they have a little kitchen window in there where they make like candy apples and stuff. Maybe. Right, that so maybe that was yeah. What or what it, it was just like, you so couldn't go in, but it was, we like have a, a look service. back
0: at the fryer's nook. I'm, I'm seeing here and I'm hoping mm-hmm. that this answers my question. Okay. So the history and I'll attach this link into yes. the show notes. We love that. Um, let's see I'm putting that there okay so a closer look at the Friars Nook when Walt Disney World opened in 1971 the area now known as Friars Nook was part of the Royal Candy Factory shop which was attached to the now present snow present seven dwarfs mine shop I think that they're 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 thinking no they're they're talking about the princess
1: yeah they're talking about the princess
0: fairy tale hall now they're probably thinking it was no see I think they're talking about Okay, so when the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train first opened, the 100 Acre Good, the Winnie the Pooh store, since it's right across the street, took a lot of Seven Dwarfs merchandise. So I think that's what they're talking about. But they're So wrong. I think they're saying Friars Nook and um the 100 Acre Good.
1: But the thing is, the 100 Acre Good was Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. It would had two tracks. That's why they used that space. So, so Kate is probably right. Wrong. So
0: somewhere in that general area near the <laughs> Friars Nook, and that's what it looks like on the map. Yeah. Um... So it was, it was the Royal Candy Factory shop and then it became, in the late 70s, Disney began to separate the Royal Candy Factory into different shops and the Mm. section that was the Friar's Nook became Lancaster's Inn, which served basic meals and snacks. Yeah. Um... In 1986, after the Black Cauldron hit theaters, the restaurant was rethemed and renamed Gergie's Munchies and Crunchies. <gasps> <gasps> Wait, it just
1: hit me. They're talking about Storybook Treats. Storybook Treats and yeah. Friar's Nook are the two things that are sitting right there. That's yeah. what it was. Okay, sorry.
0: So the Royal Candy Factory, which is, that was confusing though because the website that we're looking, it says Seven Dwarfs Mine Shop. Which is And not Storybook treat yeah, that yeah. was so, so i <laughs> Yes, Storybook Treats and Friar's Nook were originally one big royal candy factory shop. Okay. And then they separated them into two shops and Friar's Nook became Lancaster's Inn, then Gurgi's Munchies and Crunchies. Mm-hmm. Then after the Beauty and the Beast film was released, the shop was once again renamed after Lumiere and it became Lumiere's Kitchen.
1: Okay. Which yeah, went I think I've heard about that recently.
0: Which went hand in hand with Mrs. Potts' cupboard. So I guess Storybook mm. Treats was Mrs. Potts' cupboard. Probably. Um,. Eventually, McDonald's, which at this point had a long runner, running partnership with Disney, opened a fry stand called the Village Fry yes, Shop. Yes, that's what Friar
1: Nook we love is it. now. Yeah.
0: And then it was renamed to Friar's Nook, featuring mm-hmm. Friar Tuck from the 70s Disney film Robin Hood. There so, we go. there that's but that's the stuff I love when yes. we do these map episodes. I hope that wasn't what boring for changed. you guys, yeah, but like. That is crazy to to me me because people talk about, and you guys know I'm a foodie, so for me, I love it. Oh, yeah. But people constantly talk about the rides and the history of the rides and the big things, and that's cool to me, but to me, it's almost like, okay, that's the easy stuff. I want to know about the nitty-gritty of the things that like you really only cared about when you were, like restaurants and merch shops. I think that's way cooler to see how those have changed. I did not expect that to be such a long um, explanation yeah well that's like kind of like the safari club thing i was like what is a
1: safari club that's why i went and looked but um and then i'm looking at main street just randomly and they don't still have a penny arcade at our main street right but they have a penny arcade listed on there so we don't have a penny arcade right
0: nope but Mm. they did at one point
1: yeah that's interesting
0: are we ready to hop over to the Disneyland yeah, map?
1: Yeah, I say we hop over.
0: Probably about halfway through the episode. The Disneyland yeah. map looks way more filled out. Way more filled out. We have a Space Mountain. We have a, a Matterhorn. The thing that's going to be difficult about this map, though, is mm-hmm. that there's no key at the bottom. That's what I really oh, liked about man. the Walt Disney World one. Is yeah. Even though it was written in like, microscopic writing. because everything's written on the items that's what map, it is right.
1: it's on the items and it's so small oh that we my god can't and, it's, it's, it. blurry. Tiny. Yeah, and yeah. it's blurry yeah
0: so there's no way for me to even read that so we do see um oh let's see we're oh nope <laughs> i was like oh we're gonna be able to zoom in well not, not i enough. will
1: say space mountains location is there but it would not right, open but, uh, not for space another Mountain. five years it says in parentheses it looks like it says future attraction to me yep so mm-hmm. it yeah. does so i'm glad that it's like highlighting it um, do we
0: see the Monsanto House of the Future? Was that open at this point? Shameless plug for our Monsanto House of the Future episode. I'm looking. That I'm was to one of my very. I think that's probably one of my uh-huh. very favorite episodes. Yeah, I don't it's think there. it's still
1: there. Yeah, I think it closed by this point.
0: I thought that was yep. open for like. Forever. I think it was only
1: open for like ten years, wasn't it? Wasn't it only yeah. open for like ten years? So that would have been like sixty-six or sixty-five-ish that it would have closed, because this is like supposed to be seventy-two. And this was, again, probably like a souvenir type map, I'm assuming, based on how it looks. I doubt this is the map that they, like, gave out. But yeah, the park is very more fleshed out in this because the park had
0: been open for 15 years at this point right which is absolutely insane i love first right off the bat i love that we can see um small world yes me too like the whole outside of small world just how it's so pretty and cute today it still is and you can see that on the map so much fun we still see bear country yeah bear country we see new orleans square and i wish guys i wish we could like zoom in because I cannot tell you how freaking tiny the words are. I don't know why they would have ever done that. Like you, did they sell this with a magnifying glass? Like I also like that they have Walt's message of welcoming people to Disneyland on the map with a little cartoon Walt. And then I love that they were really pushing bear country because this must have been when it first opened. So we have in the left hand corner, bear country and (laughs) Adam's babies, the country bears.
1: Which makes sense because, I mean, they did open the attraction, I believe, in 72. So, yeah. So, like you said, this is their big push, especially since that area was just kind of dead space before. It was called Indian Village before, but I don't really think it had any attractions over there other Mm -hmm. than, like, the canoes and stuff.
0: Yeah, it's beautiful. I love where we have Peter Pan. Like we have the big boat. We have. I see a rainbow in one spot. But again, guys, it's so much harder on this map. I'm glad mm-hmm. we had so much to share for Magic Kingdom, and that really was like what we were planning on talking yeah. about. Was the we're Magic just highlighting Kingdom map. this one too, since we are you know in the 50th year, we thought it'd be really fun to go over the. But this Disneyland map, beautiful, so pretty, gorgeous, so pretty, but so difficult to read anything that's on it so we're just kind of going by like what we can recognize from the picture and what we know from what we know now whereas on the magic kingdom map we could get into like the nitty-gritty which was cool
1: i do really like though that they threw the structure of space mountain into this basically five years before it would even open they said
0: like right. bitches they, get ready adam
2: yeah it
1: <laughs> <laughs> like i also I it's like crazy that. No, that's it. I was just um joking. I
2: was gonna say it's it's crazy seeing in Fantasyland how much was squeezed into yes. like the main area because now, like so many of these things, well, like right behind the castle is the carousel. and it looks like the teacups are right next to it, which they aren't are. there anymore. Yeah, and then you're right. the the Peter Pan uh, pirate ship boat is right behind that, which is not there anymore. And to the left of that is Dumbo, which now is where the Peter Pan I was going to say, isn't Peter Dumbo where is. the
1: ship is now? Yeah. yeah, yeah right. And then the teacups back. are
2: now moved way to the right uh, where the Alice ride is. Yeah. And also I see one of my childhood favorite attractions were the motorboats in uh, Tomorrowland.
0: It's fun. It's so great having Adam for this part because I honestly know nothing about Disneyland. Like, not that I know nothing, but I couldn't tell you like, oh yeah, like this is where this is now. Like your girl has right. no clue. <laughs>
2: Yeah, the the motorboats were amazing. And then in the, the early nineties before they like right before they took them out, it was like all Disney afternoon themed. So the motorboats were gummy bears themed. Mm. And by themed, I mean they had literal just like cardboard cutouts of gummy bears <laughs> like hiding in the bushes, and that's it. There was no like animatronics <laughs> or a anything. Very it was Mikey literally move. right. It was literally cart well, probably wooden cutouts of yeah. the gummy bear characters. That was it. There was not actual like animatronics or figures or anything but I loved it five-year-old me loved that bleep
0: loved that bleep loved that bleep (laughs) oh my gosh I cannot wait to go to Disneyland and then maybe we can do an even deeper deep dive I think it's really cool that in New Orleans Square that building that goes like you, the train station kind of goes through it and then it's in the trees mm-hmm. like everything is labeled so i'm kind of like is that a show building and they're labeling what's inside of the show building that
2: should be
1: pirates and then the other building show building is haunted mansion and that's the reason we have the whole stretching room and that's the reason we have the hill the or drops yeah. or whatever, but it's
0: crazy that they even put that on there and labeled the show buildings because I'm for so like they normally try they to say. like yeah. yeah they normally try to make it like there's not a show building so right. that's very surprising to me
1: yeah you're right that is odd
0: thank you I am typically right so
1: <laughs> that does
0: tend to be true
1: I do like all the animated characters kind of sketched um towards the top yeah the map as well yes they're really cute fun.
0: I think that is really fun again a super pretty map I just wish it was easier to very read
1: random but very interesting that Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox and Br'er Bear are drawn into this but we would not see Splash Mountain for another so 15 years
0: that is because of Song of the South which would have been very popular still at this time
1: I know, but you know what I mean. Like it's still, I'm. It still seems random, like yeah. slightly random. Mm-hmm. But right. I mean, you I think. Guess, they put characters yeah. you could
2: see in the park.
1: That's what I'm thinking. That's why I'm mm-hmm, saying it's mm-hmm. random because I could see them being there. for, Where like, do you splash, see them? Towards the um, right side at the top. Oh. Corner. top right. I saw yeah, Brer yeah, yeah. Bear first, and then I realized yeah, I see them. Fox and Rabbit
0: were under him. That is. That is. Oh, and the is that the crow with them as well?
1: That's Jiminy Cricket next to Oh, them. Jesus. I yeah. can't oh, I even tell you. It's, it's okay. So sketch, <laughs> yeah, I have mine blown up pretty big, and I have a really big computer screen, and it's still blurry.
0: Um, um And then I like the Tinkerbell on the side as well oh yeah
2: that's fun i like how on the the right hand side like the the tomorrowland side of the disneyland railroad in the tunnels it has it labeled with like the grand canyon and the primeval world scenes it has like all these different labels but i can't read but i I assume it's saying like what type of dinosaurs and stuff you're seeing in there
0: which is which is kind of from our um 1964 world's fair episode was Mm -hmm. that this season or was that last season 1964 world's fair
1: that was this season we talked about people mover
0: that was my favorite episode oh (laughs) okay let's let's
2: redo this whole episode so josie can go back to the beginning and
0: cut the whole thing This is the Josie Show.
1: (laughs) So Um, I mean, I guess that covers the Disneyland map, unless we have. I
0: was gonna just say. I was just gonna say. We were about to say the same thing at the same time. Oh, we love that. You do. Yes. So that was, that's it. That's another maps episode in the book. I, I, it makes me so happy every time that like we can still talk about this map episode. You know what I mean? Like all these seasons later, we still have one. That's so cool. And that we have continued seasons and that is only because we have people like you guys who, you know, watch our our listen to our content and that means the absolute world to us. So thank you so 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 much for listening. Um we really appreciate it. Again, this is like a, a side project for us and so much work goes into it and it means the absolute world to know that people are listening. Um if you want to chat some more with us you can find us at Carousel Project Podcast on Instagram.
1: And as usual if you enjoyed this episode um or another one of our episodes and you you want to leave us a review on apple Podcasts? we would really really appreciate it this is the best way to let um, apple know that our podcast exists it's very important to leave not only the star rating but also a few comments about it that just helps overall with getting the word out about this project
2: Yes, and as always, share us with your friends. Share, you know, we just talked about what our favorite favorite episodes were for the season. So maybe share your favorite episode from season three with a friend and and hopefully they enjoy it as well. and uh, check out the you know three seasons of past episodes that we have.
1: And just one more thing that we want to start trying to work in now. Um, we are adding a contact form on our Carousel Project page on Made Media. We would love to hear from you guys, future episode ideas, um, you know, comments, concerns, questions, maybe something we covered and you want to know a little bit more about. We would love to hear from you guys. We obviously still have our Instagram DMs open, but we always want to offer more ways for you guys to get in touch with us. So those links will be in the show notes
0: and I know that we would absolutely love 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 to be able to get to a point where we can read some questions or comments at the beginning of our episode if we could start that in season four that'd be super cool so definitely if you have any thoughts if you've been listening to the show for a while we'd love to hear from you we have so many options for you to get in touch with us and we cannot wait to talk to you and feature you you know out loud on an episode and I think that's it That's it. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. It means the absolute world to us. We'll see you back here next week for the season finale. I cannot wait for this episode. I cannot wait to share it with you. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. Love you.
2: Love you. Bye. Take care.
0: Take care. (laughs)